Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, or whatevers. This is part of my Goldilocks Zone series, where I try to find a perfect middle ground, so to speak. And this episode is about being real about cheating and fidelity, or infidelity, and all that kind of jazz. So I do have to give a little bit of a warning here. Obviously, I'm going to be talking about some, you know, uh, relationship and sexual kind of stuff. And as a little bit of an added warning on top of that, we've got the fact that I'm going to be employing some humor here and there. And of course, when you warn people that you're going to be telling them jokes or exaggerating or just goofing around, it kind of takes, you know, a little bit of the humor out of it. So I, it's already kind of self-sabotaging for me to do that. But, you know, that's the kind of era we live in. We still have to explain everything in advance and just ruin the joke. And uh, at the same time, this isn't all just me joking around. Some of it is, though. All right. So there's a little bit of a, you know, a spoiler there. You know, I completely ruined uh, a lot of the humor that will be employed in advance. So you can kind of thank the era that we live in nowadays. But I'm going to proceed. So uh, here's a little fact that might be hard to believe. But believe it or not, men and women cheat for more than one reason. The Kinsey Institute at Indiana University said that there were no significant gender differences in the report of infidelity, 23% of men versus 19% of women, end quote. So, there, you know, there's a stereotype that women only cheat for emotional reasons, or maybe they were feeling vulnerable or blah, blah, blah. However, it's also plausible that some women cheat out of sheer boredom and disrespect. Or, you know what? Maybe they were just horny. You know, that happens too. I don't think people often enough really just talk about that simple angle. That was one to make it more complex. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's always that. I think sometimes it can be just, you know, I was a horned dog and I maybe made a m mistake or there was a moment of weakness, or, or whatever, you know, sometimes people are hot, you know, <laughs> it can be hard to say no, and may maybe some of you out, out there will be like, oh, this Wade guy is just tattling on himself right now, but no, you know what, screw you for even saying that, because this stuff would be true even if I did not exist, all right, so uh, here's a another quote from an article from The List, it's called Real Reasons Women Cheat, so they say, despite over 90% of Americans believing cheating is morally wrong, a 2015 study published in the Journal of Marital and Family Therapy says 74% of men and 68% of women admit they'd have an affair if they knew they'd never get caught. So look at that. That's like, that's a significant amount of people actually being honest that, hey, I'd, I'd be uh, screwing around if I thought I could get away with it. So, I mean, what what does that say about, you know, like strict monogamy? To me, it kind of suggests that it's a little bit unrealistic, right? If you're like having this, I don't know, um, ultra puritanical view. And I know puritanical might not be the perfect term, but it's, you know, I think you know what it means. So, um, you know, the stereotype is that men cheat for freedom, to feel free, to feel like a man again, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, 
again, sometimes I think it's just they see somebody that's hot and they're like, I want to get in there. Um, so, um, you know, of course, sometimes it can be that they see an exit sign. They think the relationship they're in is trash. So they're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to hop onto this caboose <laughs> and, and uh, get loose, you know. However, many men actually do have emotions as well. You know, it's not always just that they're dirty dogs or whatever. Some men might actually cheat for emotional reasons as opposed to just wanting to spread the seed around, you know, uh, to make a connection with someone and feel that there's nothing wrong about it is actually a perfectly normal desire. And the idea that everyone just has one someone, you know, the one and it's guaranteed to be you is perhaps a naive idea from the start. You know, I mean, is there really just somebody like who's the one like Neo from the Matrix? You know what I'm saying? Like, and there, there's a bit of an ego factor, too, because why would you be so sure that it's you? You know what I mean? It's probably not, you know, in a lot of cases. Some people are probably just just making the best of being stuck with you. I mean, I hate to burst your bubble and uh, make you feel like you're less of a king or a queen or whatever, but there it is. So H. Jackson Brown Jr. said, remember that everyone you meet is afraid of something, loves something, and has lost something. And somewhere in that formula is a partial explanation for why some people, if not many, have cheated on someone. And more than anything, some men will always cheat, you know, to have a side chick, so to speak. I mean, that happens, you know, in heterosexual relationships or a special someone on the side, if you want to put it like that. I mean, this is just reality. This happens again, regardless of my own opinions on it. I want to make that clear again and again to some, you know, dumb people out there who are like, oh, this is just you um, um, saying that you want it this way or you want it that way. No, you dumb motherfucker, it's kind of like that, regardless of my own views. You know, sometimes you have to just grab somebody and shake them and say, I didn't create this world, I'm just talking about it, you dummy. So if we're talking bisexuals, obviously, it might be a wider net that's been cast. Also, just remember that maybe, maybe you are not as special as you originally thought, and maybe monogamy isn't 100% realistic for everybody. And again, maybe it's sort of just a cultural value that's been crammed down our throats by mainstream indoctrination centers since infancy, and including, you know, me, movies and TV and uh, radio or whatever, you know, you hear, you hear love songs. Of course, some, some songs they talk about, like, sleeping around and how it's either good or bad, you know, depending on uh, what the particular story is in the song or in the movie or whatever but I, I would say movies and TV shows are a little a little bit more likely to to portray monogamy as like something that is strictly needed but of course like I'm saying this entire time that's not always how life works out of course there are some people who have been happily married for like eons so I'm not saying those kind of people do not exist I'm not saying they can't be happy. I'm not saying everybody's out there cheating, you know, or, or whatever term you want to use. It's not really what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it does happen quite a lot. All right. So um, 
I'm going to eventually get to a handy dandy little guide here that's a little bit sarcastic. Um, so how do you know if your man is cheating? You know, is he losing interest? Here's the handy dandy checklist to help keep you at ease. And you may employ it in some emergency situations. Well, actually, this is the part where I get a little bit more humorous, a little bit more, little bit more sarcastic. So actually might not want to apply all of this advice, uh, just to be clear. So um, here's checklist entry number one. Is he texting any of his old college hookups, especially during his busiest hours? Hmm. All right. Point number two, is he on Grinder or Tinder when he says he's not? So I'm a bit of an old fogey. I don't really know exactly how Grinder or Tinder work, but it sounds like they're dirty places to go online to get some hookups or whatever. So if, if he only asks you to come over when housemates are gone, you're probably the hookup or some weird shit like that. Look at yourself in the mirror. He might hide the fact that you exist, probably because you're embarrassing to him. Maybe you're too blinded by romance and hot, steamy, sweaty, stinky, degrading, depraved, dumbass, animalistic sex to know what's going on. I mean, how do I know? But, you know, look at the signs. He's online and, uh, you know, on those wicked websites. It might be a little bit of a hint that there's some trouble in paradise, so to speak. Or was it ever paradise at all? Probably not. So um, here's entry point three. Does he always have the door open when he comes over? Not the non-literal door. The proverbial door. If so, he's ready to sprint away during the first sign of trouble, perhaps. Maybe it technically doesn't mean he's cheating, but it's surely a sign he's ready to leave your raggedy ass at a moment's notice. Point number four. Is he all over another woman in public? It leaves you in the cold. Now, that, that that's a sign that he thinks that you're lame or that you suck or whatever. You know, if he's like constantly, um, you know, all over other women. It, it could also mean that he's a dirty dog, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, put him in the doghouse or kick him out on the curb, maybe. You know, it's it's up to you. Um, but it might be time to break up with him, or or maybe you were merely overreacting. You know, maybe you're one of those jealous, stupid types who thinks that any time he talks to a woman, he must be cheating on her or something like that. Or, of course, if, if he checks her out or something like that, you know, which is actually pretty natural, you know. I mean, I, I've, even, I've even told people that, hey, you know, like, if some women have big ones, you know what I mean? Sometimes you sometimes you look at them not even for sexual reasons. It's just because they like they kind of leap out at you in a, in a way. They're hard not to notice sometimes, you know. I swear it's not even always just a sexual thing. You you're not necessarily always a horn dog if you take a if you sneak a peek, you know. A uh, third option is to offer to join in and see how see how it goes. If it works in porn, maybe it'll work in real life too. Then again, if you look at if you look at a lot of uh, <laughs> porn stars' lives, they're not quite as glamorous as um, you know some dipshits out there might think. 
Um, you got STDs, you know, that's one of the reasons, like, I, I don't advocate that people, you know, sleep around all the time, because if nothing else, you know, you're probably going to end up, it's just going to go wrong somehow, probably, because people can take even, even a good idea, like, you know, just having fun, getting it on and make it seem like the worst idea of all time. And if a person doesn't screw it up, you know, through their behavior, well, maybe, maybe something else will, maybe some random uh, circumstance will screw it up. You know, I mean, you're taking risks. That's what I'm saying here. So uh, here's point number five. Does he always carry his phone or use his phone during sex? Ooh, spooky. That might mean he's a ghoul or a goblin. It might not mean they're cheating, but they are a pathetic cell phone addict, which is probably more pathetic than actual cheating itself. Frankly, who who would fault you for kicking their ass to the curb if they need to be on the freaking phone while boning? Sure, maybe they can win a point or two for multitasking, but your sugar bowl probably merits some undivided attention. If this happens to you, maybe snatch away that cell phone, <laughs> stuff it up your muff, then ask, will you pay more attention to me now? You know, I mean, that's that's obviously not serious advice. I'm not recommending that you actually do that. It might cause damage to your cell phone, if nothing else. But, you know. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, moving on to point number six. Does he never call you up to talk when he's out with his friends and rarely, if ever, answers when you will call him? Hmm. This means you are not on his mind often enough. So the best solution is to track him down and harangue him about it. You know, harangue him about it. Go ahead. Also, who knows? Maybe he and his friends are out as a cadre of prostitute-killing serial killers, and they're all busy stalking their next victims or burying them out in some desert. You won't know until you put your forensic skills to the test. Also, get your GPS tracker and maybe alert the FBI as to his whereabouts at all times. You can never be too careful. So, okay, that is me joking again. And here I'm spoiling the joke. You know, don't you don't always take things to this extent. That's probably going too far, being a little too cautious to the point where it's no longer even being cautious at all. All right, so that little, uh, you know, disclaimer is out of the way for that one. It was mostly just me joking around. And we're on to point number seven. Does he refuse to delete his dating profile all the time? So according to New York-based relationship expert and author April Massini, you should wait at least three months before taking down your dating profile. But really, that's just her opinion. If he sees sparks flying, as he should, and, and you want to make it work, he should take that sucker down right away. Dating sites are fucking dumb anyway. Believe me, I've tried them. They're... Pretty much garbage. Not to say they can never work, but you know, in a lot of cases, they just don't. All right. <laughs> you don't expect miracles on those places. Have you ever been on there and see seen some of the people there? Um, no. No matter no matter how bad you think your profile is, there's gonna be somebody who's like ten times worse. I so I guess it can be a morale booster in that sense, but at the same time, 
you kind of don't need your morale boosted in that way. <laughs> All right. So um, we're on to point number eight. Does he seem distant and aloof while out with his pals? So those fuckers he calls friends are always getting in the way, aren't they? And that guy went from wooing you to shooing you. Well, instead instead of uh, that, you know, consider your options. Uh, you know, speaking of shooing, your own two shoes are capable of doing many things, including helping you walk, helping you stalk, and helping you totally kick some I'm-too-cool-for-school ass. School him hard. Again, if he really thinks he can keep his distance, he's thinking wrong, and it's time to go Jane Rambo on his insufficient ass. Get ready to turn his former dream date into the worst nightmare. You are the only one for him, and that's all there is to it. His buddies need to take a long walk off of a short pier. Bon voyage. Please forget to write. So, yet again, that was me joking around. Um, <laughs> uh, don't take it seriously. Just goof goofball stuff. So, on to point number nine. Does he hardly text you back? So you notice that a lot of these uh, points have to do with cell phones and technology because, you know, we're so advanced as a species. We got, we got these phones and these computers and, oh, man, we're so advanced. But no, we're, we're crap. We just happen to be high-tech turds. So, you know, the whole texting thing is huge nowadays. It requires some extra focus. It's really the most common relationship question for all these phone-addicted phone drones out there. And, you know, modern problems, right? Anyway, here's why you should be upset about it. He spends so much time looking at porn and cat videos, possibly at roughly the same time. But how much time does he spend texting you? You know, he's a dick. Th think about what that means. I mean, really think about it. He's out texting Drex and spending checks on AT&T's right-wing corporate cell phone plan, but ready to keep you in the dark? That's pathetic. I know this has already been a revenge-heavy advice article, but what the fuck? Get in his life and get him in line. He won't change? Force things to happen. Make those stars align, as it is your time to ascend. Sure, he'll likely break up with you at some point, but make sure you're an ex to remember. If he ignores you now, just wait until you get through with him. He'll never be able to ignore you again. <laughs> so anyway, that's my uh, sarcastic advice. Um... <laughs> Nine points of relationship terror, if you will. Um, but it, it's, all, it's all intended to be good fun. Um, I need to over-explain this shit because there's so many dummies out there who are like, I don't get jokes. I don't understand sarcasm. I'm going to take all this stuff seriously. Because <laughs> people are, you know, they're people. What can you say? Um, they like to uh, take jokes and not understand that they're jokes and they ruin everything and they make it so you have to overly explain everything and uh, ah. well that about does it for this um i don't know how you will interpret this but um i think i think i'm drained of my energy going through all these talking points this was almost like a point of hardship for me 
because talking about other people and their relationships is mind-numbing sometimes. But it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. All right. Well, have a holly jolly Christmas. Bye-bye.